0: Hello, my beautiful, sparkly, shiny, and amazing friends. I'm so glad you're back. This is Wendy Friesen, and today is part five of Money and Energy. So, you know by now that energy is everything. It is everything around us. It is what happens in our body, in the very cells, and the atoms in our cells. And it's what happens all around us the energy of nature, of other people, of situations and circumstances, and opportunities. Everything is made of energy and it's pretty exciting when you think about it because you know that if energy indeed is everything, then you have the ability to tap into that energy, to shift what's happening within your energy, which is your thoughts and what you decide and your beliefs and the way that you carry yourself and what you expect and how you take yourself out into the world. However, in order to make it work, there's some things we got to fix and that's why you're here. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing you're here. So What I want to start with is I want to talk about your homework up until part five. We're going to kind of review several segments of your homework and make sure you're doing it now. If you aren't doing your homework, that's okay. It's not a problem. You can keep living your life the same as you always have (laughs) because you know what they say. They say that if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. And if you haven't ever heard anybody say that, then I'm the one who said it. (laughs) So if you do the same thing, which is perhaps nothing to visualize or shift your energy or change your internal beliefs or stop yourself sabotage or find out what it is, that's your hidden agenda that's making you fail. Then you come to this money and energy webinar and you spend every session thinking, yeah, that's a great idea. That sounds really good. I should do that. I think that she's right but then do you do it do you fully participate i guarantee you during the eight sessions that we're doing in just four short weeks that you can change just about everything that's happening to you in your in your internal belief system in the circumstances around you in the opportunities that are out there in the way that you perceive people who are wealthy and the way that you bring them into your life to help support you in living your dream and creating what you want are you happy are you excited Are you really, really wanting to make this change? I'm here. I'll help you. Okay. Homework. One of the first things we talked about was having this future vision and you focus on this future vision and you do it five times a day. Wow. That's a lot. Say, yes, I get to do this five times a day, but it's so short two or three minutes each. One of the times is first thing, when you wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, When you're like, oh, yeah, oh, new day, yeah, this is going to be a good one. During that time, you are in an alpha state. Your brain is coming out of the delta and the theta, and now it's in an alpha state because you're kind of awake. It's perfect. You're already in trance. So all you got to do is just lay there and let it feel really good because when you visualize and you experience as richly as you can with all of your senses and you experience your surroundings in that future vision, and you notice the emotions and all of the sensory experiences that are happening, and you notice others in that future vision that are there helping you, cheering you on, or grateful for the work that you're doing, that's when it really creates energy. It's so fun. And it feels really good after you do it every time. Doesn't it feel so fantastic? Don't you feel like, yes, I want to get out of bed and I want to get going right this very second? And you do. Okay, five times a day. Morning, when you first wake up. At night, while you're falling asleep. What else are you going to do while you're falling asleep? I know you're not watching the news on TV. And I know you're not listening to the bad news on the radio. You are doing your future focus. And then you're popping in some other session from your abundance program, your attract wealth program that I gave you uh, direct suggestion or something like that to fall asleep to five times a day, three more times during the day. Tell me you don't have two minutes, three times a day to fit it in. I actually had someone tell me they didn't think they had the time. Uh, Well, then the universe doesn't have time to give you money and create wealth and help you to live your dreams and be an amazing person and change the world or even little parts of the world. Okay. Next, next, um, homework we had was parts therapy. Parts therapy is about talking to different parts of yourself. One part of yourself in particular that has created some self-sabotage issues. There may be a part that feels you don't deserve to succeed, that you're unworthy. The part that makes you sabotage your success or procrastinate or get lazy, or that sucks all the energy out of you because that part's really having a problem with this fear of success thing, or maybe it's a fear of failure maybe that part believes that wealthy people are greedy or bad, or they got their money in ill-begotten ways. So we got to find that part and we have to have a talk with it and we have to change it so it isn't fighting us. So it's feeling loved. And so it's heard. And when, when this intention or this agenda that the part has is no longer hidden, guess what? It doesn't have any power over you anymore. All you have to do is get it to not be a hidden agenda. And then when it's understood, cat's out of the bag. All's good. Well, not that a cat out of the bag is good. (laughs) If you have your cat in a bag, there's a reason you have it in a bag. No no doubt about it. And when you let it out, that cat's going to be plenty pissed off. So let's not let the cat out of the bag. Keep it in there. All right. Next homework was listening to the wall. Now the wall is a session that's also in your attract wealth program, also known as financial abundance here. And I have to refer to in both ways just to confuse you, (laughs) but you're much smarter than that. You're not confused that easily. Okay. The wall, the wall represents an issue you have that is coming up for you right now. It's not about all your old stuff. It's about something generally that is a very current issue and you may listen to the wall multiple times during your journey and your immersion and your abundance training and in your life, because it's going to help you define and understand something as a current block along your way and your path. Make sense? Good. Next thing is, uh, for homework was to tighten up your, um, your manifesting log, You know the one month, three months, six months, and one year in the future. How I asked you to do it in four different categories in every one. Boy, I'm suddenly feeling like I'm talking so very fast. (gasps) Breathe. (sighs) Okay, future timeline sessions. You, there's a session in the Attract Wealth program where it takes you into those time periods to actually experience them. If you haven't written them down and really defined what it is you want, who you're becoming, what you're experiencing, and what you're expecting. Your future sessions aren't going to be all that exciting. They're going to be like, oh yes, that's so very nice. But if you have put down what it is you expect with your income and your wealth, your personal life and accomplishments and your career and success and your health and your spirituality, then when you go into those sessions... Your very wise subconscious mind and maybe even your higher self is going to get in on the game and that's going to present some things to you that are going to blow your mind in a good way, blow the old mind and bring in the new one. So tightening those up and then listening to the future timeline session was homework as well. So bringing you up to right now on part five, today is about your inner cheerleader. Now you might know about the concept of being your own worst enemy. Some people are their own best friend, but for a lot of people, you totally understand what I say when I say you might be your own worst enemy, right? Think about your self-talk, first of all. When you do something that isn't exactly stellar, (laughs) that isn't the work of a genius, when you do something that's like a mistake or something, what do you say to yourself? What does that inner voice say? Does it say, oh, you idiot, how could you do that? Or do you kind of slap your hand on your forehead and say, oh, man, I did it again. I'm such a dumbass. Or (laughs) hopefully you don't. But, you know, we got to be really honest here. We really do. Um, When you look at what other people are creating, let's say, um, people who have wealth or success, or they're doing something really cool. Like you see someone who's a speaker on stage and they're just rocking it and you're loving what they have to say. Does your inner voice ever say something like, Oh my God, I could never do that. Oh, or if you see someone with a really cool car, it's just a really awesome car that you'd love to have. What is that little sly inner voice saying when you see that? Is it like, Ooh, wow, that's a nice car. Hmm, Boy, guess I'll never get to know what it's like to drive that. Do you imagine really beautiful houses as belonging to other people? Do you ever look at yourself realistically and seriously thinking, I can have a beautiful house that is the house of my dreams? So let's think about this inner cheerleader. You know, if it's not rooting you on and it's not like saying, yes, you you totally rock and you are really awesome and you can do this, then how on earth are you going to make it? If If you have this little enemy inside that's your inner voice and it's reminding you of how you were in the past, what you didn't do in the past, how you procrastinated or you got lazy or something you failed at, does your inner voice tell you that, You know, you got fired from three different jobs. I don't think anybody's going to want you. Or does it just go down to that pit of despair that says, you don't deserve it. What I'm going to challenge you to do as your homework at the end of this session is to totally pay attention to your inner voice because I'm doing, I'm going to do a little trance session with you. That's going to get you to have a little buzzer and a bell and things that are going to go off inside of your head whenever you have a negative thought about yourself because all the other people who are cheering you on and saying, wow, you're so amazing. Right on. You're doing this. You're doing so good. You look fantastic today. Oh, I'm just excited about how you're going to change the world and you're going to make life better for so many people and the, everybody's cheering you on. And then, ah, you make a little mistake. And here comes the inner voice and it says, oh, you doofus. God, you could never do anything right. And then there's some things that are even quieter than that. They're like way in the back and they're, you know, your mom's saying, oh, you're just like your dad, never amount to anything or boy, you're just as lazy as your brother, uncle, mother, father, aunt, sister, <laughs> you know, fill in the blank. I hear people say things like, oh, my God, I am the world's worst procrastinator. Hmm, And so it is. (sighs) If you are willing to say that out loud or or I'm so unorganized. Well, hello. So you are. Or um, I don't know. I just I'm so lazy. And you win at being lazy. So, hmm, what do you think? What are some of the things that are going through your head right now? What kind of um, voices are, are there? Do you ever say to yourself, oh God, I'm so stupid. Do you ever? How sad. You know, here we are striving to be smart and creative and be in our genius state and just do amazing things. And there's a little voice in you that you got somewhere along the way that you reinforce and you allow it to own you and you allow it to come up and say these things to you. Whenever you make a little mistake, instead of that inner voice saying, it's okay, jeez, everybody makes mistakes. Hey, you still totally rock. But instead you got this little inner voice that's saying, hmm, go on, I'm so stupid. So... Eh, you might uh, have an interesting few days after we install our, our uh, inner voice buzzer and beeper and flashing light and <laughs> sirens. It will be fun, I guarantee it. So fears. You have lots of fears. Everyone does. And you know that you're only born with two fears, right? You know that? You may not know what they are. One is the fear of falling. Like if you have a baby, if you're holding a baby and you kind of just let it kind of drop a little bit, like in your hands, you wouldn't want to actually drop it. But, you know, you let it lose elevation while you're holding it. Baby startles because there is a fear of falling. And it's uh, self-preservation, you know. And then we have the fear of loud noises. Those are the only two we were born with. That means that all the other fears we have, we learned them. If we learned them, that means there was a cause. And if there's a cause, that means that you can release it and resolve it. There was something that happened in your life that created that fear. So let's say you have a fear of public speaking, which is the fear that's worse than death. Imagine that. If I said, okay, I want you to get on that stage and do a 10-minute speech about why you like cookies? <laughs> There's a thousand people in the audience that you or anyone would choose death rather than say, "No, I want to go be hung by a rope till dead." Instead, and they say, "Okay, you have a choice. You get up there and speak for ten minutes about cookies, or we hang you by a rope till dead." <laughs> <laughs> I, that one's always confused me. I've never understood it. So you've heard of garbage in, garbage out. You know, they talk about that in programming because you do bad programming in your computer. So you're putting garbage in and what you get is garbage out. Well, your brain and your body's the same way. You get garbage in, garbage out. Some of you really understand what I'm talking about. So your self-talk and the words and the things you envision and the, um, the experiences that you're manifesting, bad ones maybe, you're putting garbage in. Because every time if you look at something really beautiful that represents wealth and you think, uh, yeah, greedy, uh-huh. you know, pff, they don't deserve that. They probably got it by being, you know, bad people and doing horrible things and you're putting garbage in. So we have got to put the good stuff in. All right. Um, when you discover a fear that you're having, when you notice that there's something that you're saying to yourself, like, Oh, God, I could never do that. I'm not that creative. I'm not that interesting. You're not supposed to be the person that, the person that you're learning from and being inspired from. You're not supposed to be a brilliant version of them. You're not supposed to be anything like them. You're supposed to be brilliant at who you are and do your thing that is absolutely uniquely you. So, you know, it's really easy sometimes to feel insecurities, or maybe that's just my belief, uh, feel insecurities when you hear other people who are really brilliant at what they do and you think, oh, I could never do that. I don't know how on earth I could ever be that good at doing that. Well, you won't. I guarantee it. Because they're so good at that because of all of their life experiences, everything that they learned and, and immersed themselves in, and every bit of education and every bit of bad luck and horrible things that they experienced and every mistake they made and everything led to the point in time right now in their life that causes them to be brilliant doing that. I like speaking to groups. I love getting on stage and inspiring people. I love meeting them afterwards. I love connecting with them. I love hearing the stories from everybody of what's happened and changed in their life. I love doing that. But maybe that's not your thing. You're not supposed to get up there and be me. You're supposed to be yourself doing the thing that you love to do. And that's what's so important is to realize, oh, okay, deep breath. <sighs> <sighs> I got a totally different path. I get to do something really brilliant on my path. Got it? So when you notice your fears or your insecurities, you just say, wow, huh, well, that's interesting. And then you say thank you to your little inner self that that notated that fear and put a little asterisk beside it and said, uh, be sure to notice this fear right now. Say, wow, huh, observe it for a minute, you know, and say, hmm, that's an interesting fear I have. I wonder if that's true. Is it real? Do I really want it? Do I really believe it? Maybe it was in the past. Now stop, take a breath, and ask yourself, what do I really want? Then take another breath, get the answer and say, I deserve this. So let's just say that you're going to make a phone call to ask someone to do a joint venture, or you're going to make a phone call to see if you could get um, a media opportunity on TV or in a newspaper or some radio interview or something. And you you're like, Oh yeah, that'd be so cool. I'm so excited, I'm gonna do this, and then you go to pick up a phone and you're like, Eek, maybe later and your little inner voice says, They're not gonna want to talk to you. They got plenty of other people, believe me. So you stop and you look at that fear that says you're not good enough for that and they're not gonna want to talk to you. And you say, Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's happened several times in my life. Thank you for pointing that out, fear. (laughs) Take a deep breath. And then ask yourself, what do I really want? And if the answer is, I want to be the one that they want on their TV show or on their radio show. I want to be the one that they want to do the article about. I want to intrigue them, make them think. I want to be opinionated. I want to be exciting. I want to be exhilarating. Or I want to be sincere and honest. Whatever it is. What do you really want? And then say, I deserve this. And then pick up the damn phone and call them already. (laughs) Because you never know. Hey, back in the day when I had not more than just a leg to stand on. I had two legs to stand on. But that's a weird weird little saying we have don't have a leg to stand on well i got two anyway well i'd pick up the phone and i would call news stations and radio stations i was so silly who was i to think that they would want to talk to me well i called this one news station when the stock market was crashing and i i knew nothing about this what i'm going to tell you (laughs) <laughs> and I said, hi, I was wondering if you want to do a news piece on me. Cause I'm a hypnotherapist and I'm going to tell you how I release the stress and help people deal with this fear when they're losing money really fast. And they were like, wow, really? That's really cool. And they put me on hold for like 30 seconds and said, we're sending a news truck right out to your office. Holy cow. Okay. Another time I was, um, flipping through the yellow pages because I was bored, and I had nothing to do, and I was in between clients, and my friend who was a hypnotherapist in the same office with me, we were both sitting in the waiting room complaining about how bad things are, and I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Ah!" So instead of sitting and playing that game, I opened the yellow pages, and I closed my eyes, and I put my finger on um, a business, and whatever it was, I had to call them. I didn't even tell my friend I was doing it, So she just saw me all of a sudden picking up the phone and I call and it's some real estate office and I said, hi, I'm Wendy Friesen and I'm a hypnotherapist and I'd like to help your real estate agents understand how they can feel better and stronger and more excited about doing their job or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hung up phone. Nothing happened. Did it again. at Some insurance office, you know, kept putting my finger. And one of the times I put my finger on something, it was a radio station in town. Hmm. That was interesting. Well, they'll never want to talk to me. (laughs) they have plenty of people (laughs) who uh, they would love to put on the air. (laughs) But I called them. And I said, and this was a big, um, it was called Chancellor Broadcasting at the time, Now it's Clear Channel. It was a big Clear Channel four station major mega thing in Sacramento. And I said to the receptionist, I said, hi, this is Wendy Friesen and I wanted to find out how I can get my own radio show on the air. And I thought, you know, they just say, okay, sure. Why don't you start one? <laughs> and so anyway, what happened was, so well, hang on just a second. Here's Paul Lyle. He's just standing next to me. Let me see if he'll help you out. So Paul Lyle is the morning talk radio personality that does three hours in the morning, morning drive time. He gets on the phone and he's blah, bitty, blah. And I'm blah, bitty, blah. And he's like, blah, blah blah. And I said, yeah, blah, bitty, blah, blah blah. And wouldn't you know, he said, why don't you come and be on the air on Monday morning? Eight o'clock, no, seven o'clock. It was really early. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I'm thinking, oh, God, I've never done anything like that before. And I thought I had to go in and maybe spend 10 minutes, you know, talking to him or something. And I was on the air for three hours. We had callers up the wazoo, people asking questions, having fun. It was a blast. I'll tell you, my fears came up though, because I hadn't done anything like that before ever. I was a scared little kitten in a bag. <laughs> so I, I wanted to back out the night before. I felt kind of sick, you know, and told you about your fears. And I didn't know how to tell my fears. Hey, thank you. That's really nice of you to remind me of that, that I'm scared shitless. But I'm going to do it anyway. So what I did is I decided I would put myself in the mindset that I had done this hundreds of times. In fact, getting up early and going to radio shows was getting a little bit boring because I had to do it so many times. And I'll do it again. Okay. And then I visualized and imagined... as (laughs) vividly as possible with all my senses, even though I didn't know what the inside of a radio station looked like, but that when I went in the station, the moment that I saw the microphone and I opened my mouth to speak into that microphone, I would be brilliant, interesting, creative, fun. I would have lots of things to say and I would be as natural as I've ever been. So I did that. I visualized and imagined And experienced it as real as I could. And I'm serious. I almost canceled because my belly was just in knots. So I showed up. It was fun. Kept me in the air for three hours. Three hours. And it was fun. And then (laughs) poor pitiful little Wendy had um, phone calls for weeks. My appointment books were full. I was doing these little mini seminars that were a blast with like 10 to 12 people. And having so much fun was fantastical. So now we're back to talking about your fears. When the fears come up, great, fantastic. That means you're about to do something really cool because it's out of your comfort zone because the things that you have done up until now are in your comfort zone. They don't scare you, right? High five right there. Yes. The things that you're doing right now, the same things that do not scare you, they're in your comfort zone because they're what? comfortable. Yeah. So if something scares you, you got to get really excited because you think, Oh yes, that's what I need. Cause I remember I have got to get out of that goddamn comfort zone. I got to do things that scare me a little bit and then say, wow, thank you fear for reminding me about that. Now, what do I really want? Ooh, yeah, that's what I really want. And then, I deserve this. Okay, so remember, the fear comes up. The inner voice goes, "Ah," and (laughs) you take a breath, say thank you. (sighs) Thank you for reminding me of that. What do I really want? Decide what you really want. Take another breath. Just imagine it, what you do want, and say, I deserve this. Okay, what did you just do when that happens? think about your brain and what your brain is doing. Your brain is accessing something that is an emotional memory. There's a specific place in your brain that's holding this memory and all the things connected to it, like the emotions, the inner voice, the visuals, the sensations, whatever things happen to support that negative memory, feeling, belief, fear, whatever, right? Okay, now it's all lit up, it's all activated. When you stop, take a breath and say, thank you. What do I really want? And visualize it right then immediately, what you do is you put information into that same exact spot in your brain that is positive, it's different visuals, different emotions, it's stored in the same place, but it's, it's pulling in different um, information, right? And then you say, I deserve this. So in the past, when your brain went to a fear and it went to the things like, I don't deserve this, I can't do this, I'm no good, <laughs> Instead, now it goes to that same place to try and get that fear. And it says, Hmm, what do I really want? I want to go rock this. I want to overcome this fear and I want to feel really good about this. And I deserve it. And that's what it gets from that same place in your brain. Make sense? Isn't that the coolest thing? Don't you love that? I do. I do. Okay. Now, the other thing you're going to do this week In addition to maybe getting a really nice journal to write all your stuff in, you want to have something nice because you want to make this important. It is important. This is your life. It's your success. It's your ticket to freedom and financial freedom. So get a nice journal to write your stuff in if it's been in a crappy journal. Uh, Keep it with you all the time. Okay, next thing is to celebrate your wins. Anything that's a win, celebrate your wins. If you don't celebrate celebrate and reward yourself. If you don't keep doing something consistently that is like, wow, yeah, fun, zing, boom, bang. Yes. That makes you feel like, ah, I get rewarded when I do good things. Then why do them? Maybe your big reward is a long ways away. Cause maybe your project's really huge. So you don't have a really big win. That's like the, the, the thing, or maybe your wins are, are small and subtle along the way. So there isn't like a big, like boom thing that happens that, um, allows you to celebrate it. You know, it could be a lot. So you got to celebrate the wins. Now here's how I want you to do it. I want you to write them down in your journal for each day. So if today is Monday, for instance, you write at the top of the page Monday, how clever is that? And, (laughs) And then keep your journal with you and all day, write down the little things that are wins that I called the radio station. I called the newspaper about writing an article weekly, on my whatever, or, um, I put together all the names of the chapters of my book, or I found the microphone that I'm going to use to do my recording, or I found a person who's going to be my assistant, who's going to keep me on track and keep me focused or whatever, or I, the little things. So now at the end of the day, you get to look at this list of things and you go, Whoa, look at me. And then you do this on your fingernails. You go, like we used to do when you were kids, and you rub them against your shirt, you know? You go, oh, I'm the coolest. Yeah, I rock. All right. <laughs> I hope you guys can visualize that. I just remember that from when we were teenagers. We're like the I'm cool thing. You go, oh, onto your fingernails, and you polish them on your shirt, back and forth. All right, so now you're going to see this daily log that you have of things that you are, are your wins. They're small things, some of them, but you did them. And you'll see at the end of the day that you actually have a bunch of things that you accomplished. Now you might be going through your day thinking that you don't get much done, you know, and you feel like your brain's all scattered because you've been on Facebook and you've been playing the freaking angry birds all day and there's Twitter. So you might think you didn't get anything done. If you keep a log of all the things that you did that were productive, you'll feel pretty darn proud of yourself. So instead of focusing on like, Oh God, I wasted a lot of time today. Uh, which is fine. We got to do that too, but you'll see your accomplishments. And it's kind of interesting. It's like you're holding yourself accountable when you write them down because you know that you're kind of like your life coach or your own accountability partner. You don't do things different. It definitely changes you. It's quite interesting. Okay. So you see your daily log, winning, playing, maybe one of your wins is I gave myself, I didn't give myself a massage. I was going to say, I gave myself a massage. That would be really boring. It doesn't feel very good when you give yourself a massage, except sometimes, (laughs) but (laughs) I booked a massage for myself because I deserve it. Right. And that's on your list of wins. Maybe you went out to play and you went for a beautiful walk excuse me, along the creek or you went and sat in the sunshine or you took off your shoes and you just stood on the earth and felt the energy of the earth and you reminded yourself that everything is energy and I'm connected to all of the energy and all of the abundance and I'm going to participate in this energy and have so much fun while I do it. Maybe you went out and created some joy in someone else's life. Maybe you had a little mini celebration over something really cool that you did. But also you put down the things that fall into the category of the dreaded work. (laughs) So yeah, we got to, we got to change the concept of the word work because our inner voice is, you know, is definitely struggling with that word work because you got to work really, really what hard if you want to succeed. Nah, it's not true. You do have work to do, but it's fun work. It's stuff that you love to do. And at some point it's true, you know, if, you, if you're doing what you love, you never work a day in your life, well, there's still a little work. You've got to have some organizational abilities. And you have to put some little nose to the grindstone, but don't grind it off. <laughs> you got you got to get focused and you got to get organized and you have to have a plan and you have to have a little bit of a system but it's not bad it's better than what you're doing right now which if you're here listening to this series is you're probably not making enough money you're not as successful as you'd like to be you haven't accomplished what you want you haven't changed a lot of people's lives or made the world a better place or created something that you love and that you're proud of right Well, maybe you have created some of that, but you just want to play bigger and you want to feel more in your life. And I can tell you from where I came from to where I am now and the things that I get to do and I want to do and my dreams that I have, they don't necessarily include hard work. Oh, there's some big projects. But when I envision, for instance, my addiction project and going out and training therapists all over the world to use my addiction methods to take them into the rehab centers and do presentations to show them why they can get much better results and make people a lot happier and stronger and committed to being healthy and in control and drug and alcohol free if, they, if that's what they need. To, when I think about that, I don't think about the hard work. I have this vision in my head of me just loving people and getting the hugs and seeing this thing, just be you know that reaches around the world and that's what I focus on. So yeah, there's some hard work involved, of course, but I see the joy. I focus on that. Does that make sense? All right. So now it is time to smush that inner voice. No, no, no. We're not gonna smush it. Actually, why did I say that? We're going to. have a conversation with your inner self and we're going to appreciate and love that inner voice because you know that the fears that that inner voice is created from are there for a good reason they're trying to protect you I'm drinking kombucha kind of makes a little sound when I open it (laughs) I hope you don't mind it's delicious right now I'm drinking Trilogy it says reawaken, rebirth, repurpose, redefine. That's four things. I wonder why it's called a trilogy. Hmm. Okay, if you don't drink kombucha, get some kombucha and drink kombucha. Oh, stuff is so good. All right, it's very good for you, too. You ready? You guys want to close your eyes, relax, and take a little trip with me? All right. Go ahead and remove all your clothes. Yes, your underwear, too. <laughs> no, put it back on right now i was kidding <laughs> okay <laughs> do take a deep breath though oh, let it all the way out and just let your body begin to relax remember the process you use when you're doing your future vision focus Remember how easy it is as I count from five down to one. And you, between each number, remind your body and your mind to relax. To go deeper. To feel that wonderful sensation of warm, soft, velvety, beautiful sleepiness. But don't go to sleep. So close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in. Let it all the way out. Good. Take another nice deep breath in. Beautiful. Let it all the way out again. Five. Deeper relaxed. Four. Letting go now. Three. Nothing to do but focus on my voice deeper still feeling that warm wave of heaviness going all the way down from the top of your head down through your spine into your hips into your legs your feet good, two and one and now notice that area behind your eyelids the wonderful velvety darkness Let your eyes comfortably roll up just a bit so that you're kind of looking at the inside of your forehead. That place in the inside of your forehead that is your mind's eye, it's a great source of wisdom. You know things, can envision things, can manifest things through that mind's eye. Just let your mind float and drift. And now I want you to notice that in you somewhere there is the source of your inner voice. Where do you perceive it to come from? Where does that inner voice live? Perhaps there's a place where you feel physically that it comes from. Or maybe it seems to come from the voice of someone else in your life or of many voices in your life. Perhaps it's you taking all the experiences in your life and deciding to judge yourself to make yourself weaker, more fearful. Just notice it, observe it right now, let go of judgment and allow that inner voice to be whatever it is. Now I want you to let that inner voice say something that it's really used to saying. A phrase that comes out of fear that is based on a lot of experiences you've had. And notice what it says. And when it says that, I want you to allow your very wise and very beautiful subconscious mind to bring up a signal. It could be a red light that kind of glows and pulses. It could be a stop sign. Maybe it's a series of red lights that kind of flash around in a circle. And that red light is there to remind you to stop, gently, easily stop and pay attention. And isn't that what red lights are for, or stop signs, or flashy little red lights? Stop. Pay attention. Now you are aware of the phrase that your inner voice just said. Or perhaps that inner voice created a vision of something that's negative. The red light flashes or the stop sign comes up. Gentle, easy, stop and notice. You observe it and say thank you. Now, you ask, what do I really want? And if you want something like, I want to feel worthy of being wealthy. Or maybe you say, I want to feel confident about getting up on stage. Or maybe you say, I know I'm creative enough to finish my book. Whatever it is, put that in, take a breath, and talk to your inner voice and say, I deserve this. And let your inner voice say, You deserve this. Good. Okay, so now I want you just to imagine that you're going through your life, that you're doing your things and there's something that comes along that's a little uncomfortable. Just let yourself think of something that is very real in your life, something that you kind of want, but you feel like you're being held back on. Something that would trigger that inner voice. And then when you hear that inner voice, the red light begins to pulse. It's right there, right in front of you. Or the stop sign or the little blinky red lights. And you stop and notice. Take a breath. Say thank you. Thank you. And now ask yourself, what do I really want? And choose the thing that you really do want. Make sure it's positive. Positive. What do I really want? Yeah. Good. Take a breath. And say, I deserve this. And your inner voice says, you deserve this. Wonderful. So now as you're relaxing and you're enjoying this experience of transforming some of those old fears and old negative thoughts, you're realizing that you really do have the power, the creativity, the energy, and the focus to create something that is really beautiful, really amazing. You're beginning to notice that inner voice, making a little shift here and there. Perhaps that inner voice is kind of surprised that you're actually listening, that you want to work together and allow that inner voice to support you, to lift you up, to help you focus. Then you begin to realize that there are so many ways that you could allow this inner voice to be your cheerleader, to help you celebrate, to make you feel fantastic when you're just feeling okay to let you go into something that scares you a little and say, that's okay, it's good. You'll be so happy that you did this. And maybe your inner voice will remind you to celebrate all your wins when you do something during the day that's really cool, no matter how small. That inner voice brings up a light that maybe was red at first, But then it's all the colors, the rainbow, blue, yellow, purple, pink, orange, aqua, turquoise, magenta, burnt umber. (laughs) And the beautiful lights remind you, celebrate your win. You just did something that was really cool, celebrate. And that inner voice will get louder and it'll say, celebrate, celebrate. Come on, that was cool, celebrate. And the inner voice will keep reminding you. That you get to celebrate, you get to play, you get to win, you get to have joy, you get to jump up and down, you get to go do something really cool for yourself. Beautiful. So go ahead and take a deep breath right now. Ah, oh, and tell that inner voice, thank you for joining me in this. This is a good thing. Thank you. All right. Another deep breath. (sighs) Bring your awareness back here. And as I count from one to five, bring all of your energy back into your body. Feel that energy rising up. And as I count to five, just feel it coming all the way back. So you're very alert, wide awake, clear headed as if you've had a long and delicious nap. Ready? Ready? One, bring the energy into your legs and arms, coming up like little sparkles of electricity. And two, feel that energy just moving up and down through your body. Humma, humma. And three, feeling balanced and at peace and certainly a little bit happier. And four, your eyes will feel cool and refreshed as if they've been bathed in clear spring water. And five, wide awake, clear-headed and refreshed. Good. Open your eyes when you're ready now (laughs) excellent Mm, so glad that you participated in this if for any reason you did not do this process with your eyes closed mm, I have to ask you why the hell not this is a good one I think you'll like this because it's really going to change one of the things that is the energy of the failure you've been experiencing or the disorganization or the laziness or the procrastination or the fear of doing new things or the self-sabotage or making mistakes or whatever it is. This is about transforming the constant reminders and shifting them and changing them into something you do want. And remember, it's changing the stuff that you're storing in your brain that you're storing in the places that held the negative rem- memories, emotions, visuals, senses, all the things that were collected by your brain, putting that one spot and reinforced. So we're changing the content in there. And those of you who study hypnotherapy and NLP, you know that when we do a process like the Swish, for instance, which was created by Richard Bandler, and the idea behind the Swish is that you have these experiences stored in this part of your brain. So you put them in this screen, and you put them specifically right there in front of you, and then when you change them, you're actually infusing the exact place in your brain that held the negative experiences with the positive ones, because you build a different scenario and you're just whomping it in there over and over and over so that your brain now, when you think about whatever the bad thing was, you are simply activating the positive feelings, experiences, the confidences, the the joy, the happiness and all of those things. And that's a pretty good thing. Then learning how your brain works, man, if you can learn to master the basic um neurology of your brain. You gotta laugh by the tail. Yeah, life doesn't have a tail though. It's kinda like that cat in the bag. Hmm. <laughs> life by the balls? I don't know if life has balls either. <clears throat> You've got life by the energy. All right, well, I'm Wendy Friesen, as you know. I'm really glad you're here. It's been really wonderful doing this with you. You have homework to do, which is Continuing to work on those future visions and tightening them up some more. Uh, Let's see. We did the meeting your future self last week in the session. So one of the things I'd like you to do is do some writing about who your future self is. Dedicate, you know, at least one page. You could type it if you want, but something about writing from our own hand is just so valuable. And it's such a different neurology and a different experience than typing something up. But it's okay if you type it, as long as you do it. That's fantastic. But after you type it, maybe go and sit down with yourself for about fifteen minutes and just do writing with your hand. Okay, um, your future self. Who are you in that future? Describe as vividly as you can in that future. Is it how far in the future? Is it a month, six months, a year? Is it who you've become in five years? Do the writing. The most amazing things that have happened in my life are because I wrote them down and and dwelt on them and imagine them and envision them. I'll tell you, there's nothing like it. And it's free. Yes, it is. And it's painless. (laughs) It's actually really pleasurable. All right, you guys had enough? Loving, loving, loving having you here. I hope you have a fantastic day and week until I see you again. Just feel the joy. Celebrate your wins. Be beautiful and... For the next few days, be fearless. Go ahead and do some things that scare you and realize, oh, didn't kill me. (laughs) That's good. All right. Big hugs, big hugs, big hugs. Yes, very good. Thank you. And I'll be back with you on Thursday for those of you who are on schedule listening on the exact days. For the rest of you, I'll be back with you in session number six. Bye-bye.